Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Cowboys Huddle with my boy Foots the King from Cowboys Nation TV. What's going on, baby? Joe, we're here. It's time to rock. It's time to roll. We got a loaded show today. Um, and now we're, we're, we're picking up the speed now um, with the shows. Joe, you've been consistent on your page. You know, whenever I get a notification on YouTube from Joe Rod or from Cowboys Blog, I instantly watch. And 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 we're building something here with this podcast. And and the good thing about this podcast, Joe, we're always on board with Cowboys news. And just like tonight, we jump on, and boom, out of nowhere, Cowboys news. So you're getting a fresh take, and it's gonna be great. Well, not the news isn't great, but it's gonna be great. Yeah. No, th- thanks for the shout-out there, Foots. I really appreciate that, man. Nothing but love here. And likewise, man, I love, you know, we love each other's channels. I, I think that's why we're just, you know, we gel really good here on the huddle. But, yeah, man, right out the gates, the news on Travis Frederick. All right, so, you know, he, he visited a doctor over there in Los Angeles, you know, when they were still in Oxnard, and... Seemed like he was going to be okay, but then I guess something was still going on, so they had a secondary visit, and now it comes out that he has the uh, the Guillain-Barrow syndrome. It's an autoimmune uh, disease, so he's saying that he can be medicated and that they caught it early. However, you know, uh, this is a degenerative disease, all right, so... Mainly, it attacks your nerves. Um, so, you know, that's why I think you've seen some of the stinger issues because it, stingers are nerve-related, right? So, yes, mm-hmm. that's the yes, thing. That's the thing about it. So, is this going to shorten his career? When does he come back? There's a lot of questions to be answered here. Um, what I mean, what's your what's your take here, Fuzz? How do you feel about this news here? Well, first off, Joe really good insight on your part um you hit that you knocked that out of the park because i've been searching around to kind of get all right what you know first off i've never even heard of the disease so that was something new for me then like you said how it's degenerative and it's like you can live with it but how is he going to be medicated is he going to be able to sustain football caught at an early age, you know, all of these things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you really knocked that out of the park, so shout out to Dr. Joe there. But no, <laughs> it's, you know, it's unfortunate. Because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm reading the ticker, I'm like, oh, no, what the heck? So then I obviously it come across the phone, and that's how we are, popcorn, and everybody's going to overreact. But, you know, the first thing's first is that there is life after football, and these these are real human beings, so you want to have some type of a – that's why when anything like this happens, I'm first off like, yo, thank God that they're just okay and alive. Because, I mean, that's big, right, Joe? Like, you don't want – you don't you don't want to care about your team so much. It's like, oh, well, let's just talk about Joe Looney. Like, obviously, people want to know who's going to step in for Travis Frederick. But we also – let's also care about Travis Frederick, the person. Right. Um, exactly. I thought his – I thought that his statement was very class – class like, class personified, like, that was very classy on his part, his statement. Um, I think that he's going to be okay. And I think now what's going to happen is we're just going to have to wait and see, okay? We're going to have to wait and see. 
Will he play the first game? We're going to have to wait and see. Will it be the second game? Will it be something that, you know, they have to get it under control first and do more tests, I'm sure. Um, but on a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a higher note, Joe, and kind of segueing, segueing from, from what I saw from Joe Looney, he hasn't looked bad. Uh, like, actually, I've been kind of impressed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see what happens. I think I think you hit it on the head though as far as if anything at the ultimate worst once he once he handles it gets it under control they get him a medication regimen going I believe don't quote me on this I believe maybe his career may just be shortened by a couple of years but I still think that Travis will come back be able to play ball maybe be kind of a spokesperson for this disease and uh ultimately you know be able to play a couple more years healthy no, well, possible. well said, well said, folks. I mean, it, yeah, it is. It's, I mean, that could be the the track that it's on. You know, like you know, it could, it could be shortened. Which, you know, he's been here since 2013. So, what are we in his sixth season now? So, you know, we'll see how how much he has in the tank. Well, not even in the tank. It's this is a physical thing. So, but man, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on Joe Looney. I think when he started here. You know, you were kind of just like, oh, this guy, he's kind of a jokester. He's the locker room, you know, uh, trickster, that kind of thing. But when you look at him and you see what he's done each season he's been here, especially this season, I think he's he's really, you know, um, almost taking a leadership role, like under low profile, under the radar leadership there. I mean, it looked good. He looked good. I mean, he's playing with power. He's playing with leverage. It's not somebody that you would question, like, oh man, you know, uh, I think we're in trouble. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have that feeling in my gut that, it, you know, that we would um, be in trouble. I mean, obviously, there's a step down from Frederick and other people in the league, but not that bad where you're in big trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, what I think what what's happened with a guy like Noni is. He's literally practicing and working around all pros all day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And inadvertently, he's just gotten better because they've raised his level of play. If yeah. you think about that, like if you see now, obviously, I mean, I, I guess I, w- I was going to say, if you see Michael Jordan's work ethic, you'll get better. But this is a different sport in that aspect. But if you're around a guy like, let's say offensive lineman, like Travis is like a top three center, right? Mm-hmm. So if you see him do it all the time, no, you won't be that top three center, but you'll be pretty damn close. And I think that is what Joe Looney's like, well, you know, he sees Travis. They're in competition a lot. He gets in there. He's like, this is my shot. And I think if nothing else, he by him being able to practice with Zach, with Travis, with all of these guys, I think that you can plug him in and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I really believe that. Yeah, yeah, that's well said. It's almost like uh, through osmosis, in a way. There you go. <laughs> but, there you go, Jack. But I mean, talking a little bit more about the offensive line, um, you know, the Zach Martin scare, Travis Frederick, uh, the depth. You know, who um, are are you at all worried that there were kind of playing with fire with the, with the guys underneath the starters. Like, who do you trust there the most? Well, now that, because Looney was going to be a backup, 
now you're going to have to see what Dallas does, you know, at the end of preseason. Um, because right now, I'm scared as hell. I don't know if you watched my last video on YouTube. Uh, but my recap, I was very negative on our, our backups because I just didn't like what I saw. He yeah. couldn't get a look simply because Chaz Green is shot. The irony is now, because of this, you may have to keep green. I would not like that at all, but you just don't know. It's 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 one of those things that is like, Chaz Green is just shot, okay? Marcus Martin isn't healthy. And being honest, I think you were one of the people who woke me up. It was just kind of like, I don't even know how high I am on him anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, he's never... If he couldn't start for the Browns, I mean, that pretty much tells you all you need to know about him as a player. Um, and so, like, and I, I did film on Martin. He had some games where he looked like he was an NFL player and some games where he was getting blown up. And so he struggled with power. So I don't know. Could have been the way he was being coached. It could have been a bunch of different things. But I say all that to say, now you are playing with fire. Like, mm-hmm. now, if something happens to Looney then, or something else, then it's like, whoa, it can really get scary and they'll do something here at center but and this is why Joe let's be honest as much as I want to see Dak I don't need to see Dak because you just can't you can't chance it the way with the performance that that offensive line gave Joe against Cincinnati and it was the backup defense wasn't that great either but I just wouldn't I, I, I see why Dallas is not gonna play Zeke or Dak if that if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, I I I feel like in this age of football, 2018 especially, you know, it's becoming more 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 and more business centric, right? So players, you know, they 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 have to be healthy. They want to hit their incentives. They want to hit their earmarks, and you know, you don't want to get dinged up. You know, and do something stupid in the preseason. You know what I mean? So it's like, I almost feel like the whole dress rehearsal game thing is is gonna start kind of just not even being a dress rehearsal anymore. I think just it's just gonna be teams going through the motions. I think, and you know, still trying to get evaluations, but I don't think it'll be like, you know, like a like an old school dress rehearsal. You think what, like a half, maybe three quarters? You know, a traditional dress rehearsal. I think those days are going to be gone, man. I just, I don't, I don't think there's any value in it anymore for the players, especially. Yeah, mainly because like, you know, the injuries that are happening, you saw the injury to guys, you saw right. the injury. Now what could happen is the scary. Now the scary thing is you could have, week one Carolina rust but are you willing to hmm, are you willing to say well let's go with that versus losing a guy for the season because I got my second string guard in there getting destroyed so it's 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 it's, it's, it's devil's advocate in a sense but mm-hmm. yeah it is you know Man, but you know, so it's, let's see. those, I want to say like the first two games of the season are typically kind of like that. A lot of teams are knocking the rust off. Even the officials, 
they have rust, you know, making bad calls. I mean, the first two games of the season are, are usually they're real cringy, man. They're just like, uh, man, just said, I don't know. I've, I've never liked the opening games of the season. You know, you get real excited yeah. for it. I mean, you know, the ones that we had against the Giants, like, you know, you come in pumped up and then we come out the gates and they just look okay. You know, they barely win the game. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Like, the first games of the season are all, are always kind of like that. Like, I think you're still knocking off rust. But, yeah, I think uh, it definitely you, – you make a good point as devil's advocate. You know, do you want to do you want to be sharp or do you want to, you know, protect your players? So, that's a good Protect point. your players and, you know, live, live for another game. And I think that's what Dallas will do ultimately. So, I mean, it's a, it's a tricky game to play, but – you know, trust me, if if the Patriots had injury injuries, I mean injury if the Patriots had injury questions up front, Tom Brady wouldn't be playing. All right. If they had some issues, like uh, their starting center maybe or maybe couldn't trust me, Tom wouldn't be in the game. And you can bet your bottom dollar on that. So it's yeah. one of those things, Joe. It's yeah. one of those things I know fans are like, Well, Dak has to get sharp and he does. I mean I've Listen, I don't pull punches when it comes to that. People know that about me, but I do think that he's going to have a great year. He's going to do what's told of him, and I think you need him because you got to be careful with, you know, Cooper, 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 until you see Cooper against live action, and it's like, oh, shoot. He isn't really who we... So I say all that to say, let's just relax and... There's a reason, like, we didn't know all this about Travis. I'm sure Dallas, somebody in Dallas's build knew about this. And this is another reason why Dallas said, let's just pull the plug. Because you got to also understand, this is a shock to the team now. All right? This is bigger than just, like, there, there, there are guys in that team now who are affected by this. Because, you know, to us... It's just like mad. You just take one in, put one out. But to them, I mean, it's, it's a real thing. It's like a brotherhood to those guys. Mm-hmm. So them losing something, you just never know. So I think Dallas is playing it safe. And I think, I hate to say it, but it's the right thing to do. It is. It, it totally is. When when there was rumors that this was going to happen with Dak and Zeke, I, I, I really, I mean, I care, but I don't at the same time like I I don't care to see them in there you know I I don't want to see them in there like you got to have Zeke you got to have Dak and you got to have those starting linemen that's the core that's that's Dallas Cowboys football it's that offensive line and the running game so it it starts and ends there and if we go in the, into the season beat up or unnecessary injuries the season you're already behind the eight ball so I completely agree. I'm good with it. I'm good with it, bro. Uh, so yeah, man, fans out there, uh, you know, our, our subscribers, everybody, just you know, just relax. It's it is what it is. It's preseason. You know, you got it is. Uh, you got to take care of your players. You got to take care of that franchise. You know, again, you got to take these guys into battle. Can't go in there wounded. There you go. Now, the one thing that. That has been a discussion here pretty much since Chris Richard joined the team. Is how good is this? How, what effect is he going to have on the team? You know, specifically the the secondary and the defense. And you know, we're going through mini camps, OTAs, training camp, and preseason. And all of a sudden, this defense is shutting people down, man. 
What, there we go, Joe. What do you think? Uh, Joe, I love it. I think we're playing with swagger. All right. You're playing with swag now. Okay, that Cheeto catch that swagger. Mm-hmm. The way that Jeff Heath is feeling. Jeff Heath beating Sean Lee to the ball. Yes. Swagger. Um, you know, he's telling them, go out, make plays. Go out, be a football player. Jeff Heath, I'm really impressed with. To the point to where, number one, I think the Earl talk is out the window. Thank God. Number two, I think that X Woods was really coming along. But I'm not worried so much about his injury only because of the way Jeff Heath is playing ball. Now, all that could change week one. But right now, I just got to grade what I've seen. And Jeff freaking Heath is flying around out there. Cheeto looks good. Byron is in position. Now, Byron had a play against A.J. Green. I would have liked him to make that play. But Byron is in position. And so, and I like them saying, you know, you hear Rashard, you hear Byron, he's not going back in safety. I like that. Don't panic. You draft for a reason, Joe. Me, you, a bunch of other publications do all this draft stuff, and we cover these guys, and we got Kayvon Frazier. Let's let's see what Kayvon can do. Kayvon Frazier may step up, play Heath's role. Heath may move over to being more of a a rangy guy, and we may be okay. So let's bump. Let's play ball. Let's play ball, Joe. Yeah, I'm. I'm, You said it. You said it really good. You knocked it out the park with that, man. that's exactly what it is, and and I agree, man. The swagger is really there. You, this defense, you know, they've been progressively getting better. I mean, they finished what was it, uh, top six or eight last season. There we go. Um, you you gotta feel that this season they're gonna be better than that. I mean, they're just they've added good pieces, man, and I think Chris Rashard has been a big piece to it, man. He's He's brought that swagger to that secondary. Well, I think, too, it's something to be said about, okay, it's something to be said about playing in a system now and in and, 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 and Marinelli's system for now, what's this, three, four years now. Mm-hmm. Okay, he wants defensive linemen getting up the field. He wants to play a certain type of, 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 of linebacker play, flowing to the ball fast. And I think that's what you're seeing come to fruition. They've drafted for the position. Um, like, I, like so, for example, Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas in Green Bay, with them running at 3-4, he was out of – he wasn't a fit. Joe Thomas in Dallas running a 4-3 where they want their backers, especially their, their wills, all right, flowing. Now Jalen playing the middle, he's put on more muscle. I think it's perfect. So – even while people are kind of worried about the D-line, I don't think that Rod is. Okay, we're still going to get David Irvin back or what's left of him or what he can hopefully be. He gets his mind right. I know you're not really uh, too high on David Irvin's actions right now. But you see what I'm saying, Joe? So mm-hmm. it's one of those things. It's like I think this defense is just it's growing together simply because it's been – this is three year three now, and like you said, last year they were ranked eighth. Okay, cool. This year, maybe they, they step up to being like a fifth-ranked defense or a top-three defense with the cornerback play being, you know, hopefully what we want it to be, and that's solid. Like, so I, I think the swagger, number one, but, but I think Marinelli, and obviously we all want Marinelli 
to hand the wheels over to Chris Rashard. But I also think Rashard can learn a lot of things from Marinelli. Um, and, and and he could take a lot of his ways and how he coaches the line and, and, and the tempo that he wants his D-line to play with. I think he can take a lot of that and learn as well. That's and that's the kind of stuff that we bring to you guys. <laughs> that that right there, that is a statement of statements right there. All right, Foots, uh, that's that's it right there. You know, you 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 surround yourself around other coaches, but you're absorbing other coaches. And Rob Marinelli, you know, is you know looked upon as one of the great, you know, a legend. The, yeah, a legend, the league. Yeah, they. I mean, you saw him at the Florida. Pro day, people are just watching him, you know, work out players. They love how he works out players, how he motivates people. So his background, you know, a Vietnam veteran, I mean, the leadership. Yeah, I mean, man, you just hit it right on the head there. And that will make Chris Richard an even better defensive coordinator. Like he did, he got the opportunity there at Seattle. But I think you add that into his wheelhouse, being around Marinelli, how he coaches that front. I mean, yeah, man, that's that could be something special moving forward for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody, you know, everybody wants the wants the new, all right, the new guy. But I think that I think that Chris Rashard knows. He, I mean, I would hope so. Like, you can learn a lot. You can learn a lot from those old Wiley coaches. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Like Marinelli's been on a championship defense, mm-hmm. so. He's been around Dungy. He's been around these guys, okay? Marinelli loves his players. And, and so I think that's just something to be said. I mean, think about the, think about this organization and how many organizations would have said, you know what, to hell with Randy Gregory. And, and, and let's see, let's watch Randy Gregory, Taco, D-Law on third and seven. All right? all three in Malik Collins or or maybe Tyrone at the three on that speed package. Woo! Man, I mean, you it's... You know what I mean? Yes, yes, That's it's scary, exciting. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's That's scary. exciting, Yes, Joe. it is. That's exciting. Who gets credit? Who gets credit? Does, does Marinelli get any credit for, for Tank's development? You see what I'm saying? For, for D-Law's development? I think he gets some. Yeah, he's... D-Law wasn't a finished product, guys. Let's remember now. Yeah, he D-Law was D-Law had... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he had, a, he had a year when he had, like, one sack. I mean, hello. Yeah. I, I man, it, and, yeah, man, the thing about D-Law, like, I love that progression because I was down on him for a good, solid two years. You know, just I, I just, you know, I, I, I didn't like the, you know, some of the missteps, but, man... I'll tell you what, he's really turned it around. He physically looks like a def- he looks like a franchise defensive end. You know what I mean? Like he physically looks the part and he does it. So he looks he's a, he's a coming out stone. of Boise State, second round player. We traded up to get him. You saw a guy with athleticism who didn't know what he was doing, but you saw a guy who was an athlete. You know what I mean, Joe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gets to Dallas. Is okay, but you kind of like, all right. And then the year where we were like, yo, we need a war daddy, he comes out next year, he gets 14 sacks. And now you just see he can't, he can, he literally took on everybody on the defensive line and beat him. I mean, on the offensive line and beat him mm-hmm. at training camp. 
So now he's coming into his swag. Now Taco's getting into his bag. And so now if you can get anything, and I mean anything from, and I mean this guy is still a freak. He really is. If you can get anything from um, from Gregory, I think you're in great shape. I do. I think that pass rush has the potential to just be unrelenting, dude. Where the, I mean, you're going to tire out these tackles. You know what I mean? There like, you go. I mean, you got Lawrence. If Gregory is what we think he can be, uh, Taco, and then Dorrance, and just keep it coming. And, man, I think – I. I've been high on Taco this offseason, man. I, I've just been seeing him. I've been watching him close, man. I just I see the technique improving. I see the get off on the ball, the motor. I mean, he he has some highlight reels already, you know, coming. He's 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 gonna be on some highlight reels this season. And now now watch this, Joe. Yeah. What about this Doris Armstrong now? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. What if Dorrance Armstrong can figure it out and consistently figure it out? Because you see it, all right? You see it with, with Armstrong. Man, so Dallas needs some credit, and, and Rod gets a lot of that. And so let's not forget so quickly. And I don't think fans will. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Because we'll remind them. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, baby. You know we will. But yeah, what, we'll what, let's, what do you – so – I guess, you know, let's talk about let's talk briefly here on on uh, on on this game coming up. All right, so you got to think that the Cowboys have a soft fifty three, right? About this time of year, there's probably like a, a fifty three out there with the with the coaches. Who do you think is on the bubble, man? Like, if you had to say, let's say you got fifty people that I already have marked, who are the three guys that are playing for the final three spots? To me, so Thompson, Joe, has he disappeared? Deontay Thompson? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, he has. He's disappeared. He, has he disappeared, Joe? Yeah. To you? Mm-hmm. All right, so so Thompson's one of them. Um, guys like Marshall Lillard, who I didn't I didn't like his game against uh, Cincinnati at all. Out of position, didn't feel correctly. Um, Marshall Lillard, mm-hmm. Noah Brown, is he going to give you a look? Travaris Ward, Jihad Ward. Mm-hmm. Um, those are just a few. What about you, Joe? Yeah, I um, it's yeah. Those are those are good ones there. You know, Covington and Lillard. I think they're battling for that final linebacker spot. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta make something happen here in this game. The last, they gotta make something. You know, <laughs> this is it. Noah Brown is even gonna play. I, is is the has the ship sailed on that one? He hasn't done anything at all. You know, like, and I, I just find it hard that they would carry a player like that onto the roster without nothing. You know what I mean? Uh, Tyree Robinson, yeah. I, I, I like him. I want. I'm hearing good things about him, Joe. Let's jump into him a little bit. Yeah, I've heard. That he's actually like on the good side of the bubble. What are you hearing about him, Joe? Yeah, I feel like he is. He he made the most out of his opportunity in that game. I mean, it was a brief deal, but 
I mean, you saw that tackle, man. They just, man, that thing stuck off. You're like, who was that? Tyree Robinson. <laughs> like, oh, here we go. All right, Tyree. Yeah, you know what I mean? All right. That's what, we, that's what you know, a lot of fans and you and I talked about Cam Kelly and Tyree Robinson, some some undrafted guys that might be something that they have potential. And, and Tyree, I think, is ahead of, ahead of it right now. I, I'm not even sure Cam is even in the conversation right now. But no, yeah, Cam's more of a practice squad guy. Yeah, that's that's, um, that's what I'm feeling right now. But Ty Robinson, I think he's got he has all the measurables that you know they say Richard likes. So, and if you're making plays out there, that definitely is gonna it's gonna do good for you. Yeah, no, I mean, hello, you know, it, it it's a couple guys, man. I want to see, damn, I want to see Tavares Ward. I mean, it, it's probably a lot for me to ask him to make this team, but, like, I don't mm-hmm. know what you're going to do with Duke Thomas. Like, that cornerback position is another one. Yeah. Like, cornerback and D-line, Joe, your guess is as good as mine. I think I have a good feeling about the receivers um, because I don't I, – I'm, I'm, I think Thompson is out. To me, he's going to eat that money because, I mean, Gallup has shown you. Like, Gallup is your starting receiver at this point to me. Why wouldn't he be? No, um, he, and you just no. roll with the punches. He's developed – uh, it's going to be him and uh, Sam. Um, I keep want to say Sam Hurd. <laughs> it's going to be him and Alan Hearns. Not Sam Hurd. He's probably still in jail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. But, it's, no, it's going to be him. And it's going to be him, Beasley. Uh, you'll sprinkle in if Lenore makes it. And depending on who gets that up, it's gonna, but it's going to be – it's going to be – it's going to be Gallup. It's going to be Hearns, Beasley. And you're gonna go play ball, Terrence Williams, and then you're just gonna go play ball. So I have a I have a feel with receiver, um, but but man, your guess is as good as mine, Joe, with D line, all right, and cornerback, because you can make an argument like, so what's gonna happen with Duke Thomas? What's gonna happen with 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 White? You know, I mean, it's it's gonna be tricky, dude. It really is. Yeah, it, it is, and it, and. and it... And I just I just wonder how much the Chris Richard influence is going to come into play as far as like the prototypical size that he likes. Like a, Duke Thomas isn't the tallest person, you know. But Marquez, he's got length and he's yep. he's Did played good and press. Yeah, that video was great. I loved it. Um, so yeah, man, that, he, that, he has played good and press. Like with his opportunities, he's been there. Yep. Yeah, man, it's it. So, that's a that's a tough one, man. That that those last cornerbacks, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. How many safeties do they carry? How many corners do they carry? Where are they going deep at? Where are they going short at? You know. I agree. On the offensive line, I, that might that might throw a wrench into something there. You know, like like we said, um, you know, are they going to have to carry an an extra? Are they good? You know what I mean? Like another lineman for to back up Looney, you know? So yeah, it's going to be interesting there. I completely agree there, Joe. I mean, we'll see. And we'll get answers in this next preseason game. So, Joe, to wrap up, let me ask you, who, what players, give me three players you're watching in this preseason game, Joe. Three players I'm watching. I want to see... One that you already talked about. I want to see how Chavars Ward does. I want to see him. I'm pulling for him because I like him. I think he has potential. And he he had some momentum there in Oxnard. And 
I feel like he didn't really get a good look in the preseason thus far. And I don't know if that's a trust thing or what it is, but I would like, I'm watching him. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm still watching Connor Williams. And I want to see how he does in this game. Um, and the other guy that I want to see is Tyree Robinson. You know, is he, can he stack another good game? I think if he has a good another good game, he's going to make a big push for to make this team. So those are my three. You know, two defensive guys, and then uh, Connor Williams, the second-round pick. Oh. Okay, Joe. For me, Sunday night, you're playing Arizona. You're going to be playing Rosen. Rosen and, and, and Sam Bradford. So these guys are in a battle. All right, so they're going to try to be sharp. I want to see out of this D-line, because Arizona's offensive line is okay at best. We saw that last year. DeMarcus Lawrence had like three sacks or four sacks against them. Mm -hmm. So I want to see now which one of these D-linemen make it uncomfortable for these quarterbacks. All right. Is it going to be Randy Gregory getting his feet under him, running around, making plays, okay? Number two, I want to see Leighton Vanderesh. I'm getting nervous because I want to know Leighton, are you going to come up and you're going to fill? Are you going to be a linebacker or are you Bobby Carpenter? And obviously we won't know that. But I just want to see him come and boom somebody. I want to see Leighton make a tackle. I want to see him come and play football, okay? I just want to see him play good, solid linebacker football. Um. And my third and final, Joe, who separates himself at tight end? So I'm hearing that Rico is going to get more bump with the ones. Have you heard that, Joe? Yeah, that's a good topic. We didn't talk about the elephant in the room. So, yeah, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about Rico there. Let's do it. So, yeah, like you said, he's going to be there, you know, supposedly getting reps with the first team. But, you know, what is the first team going to comprise of? Is it Chaz Green at right tackle, Cooper Rush on the run? Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I just – I don't feel comfortable with Green out there, man. I just don't feel like we're getting a good evaluation on those offensive players, whether it's Rush, White, the tight ends, running backs, come out, you know, out in the flat. You know, I want to see some of these guys catch the ball. You know, Darius, Bo, these guys, and we're, we're not getting good looks. But you you're know. not getting a look, and it's hard to evaluate. So, um, for the fact, the facts is the facts of this. Again, Cooper, I think will be serviceable, but I do want to see again Rico. I, I think they what what two one or two things are going to happen with Rico. He's going to go off, and you're not going to be able to hide him. You're going to have to bring him to this roster. Mm -hmm. Or he's going to look out of place. He won't make any plays, and it'll be easy to cut him. And it'll be somebody else's project. So, to me, Joe, Rico gathers. This is a big one for him. I mean, there's some other little storylines. Maybe, like I said, Grant, Randy. I said I was about to say Grandy. Randy Gregory, how does he look? How's he coming along? Um, you could look at the safety play. All right. Mm -hmm. Kayvon, does he look out of place? When Kayvon's gotten regular season reps, regular season reps, he's looked fine. So that that other that other receiver position, but again, it all is what's gonna happen up front because 
if Cooper doesn't have any time, it'll be checked down city. So yeah, um, yeah, exactly, man. It, it'll it'll be checked down city. So those are the three for me. I I gotta see Layton. I gotta see Layton Vanderesh fly around and make a tackle. I wonder because if, is, he's, is he even gonna play? Like I don't think he's practiced at all this week. I like is, I think he's still dealing with that that growing or whatever it is, isn't he? Oh, you see what I mean? See that? And see now, I just I just went on I just got on my soapbox for no reason. So no, I mean scary that, me. that's the last thing I heard. I think Broadus was talking about that yesterday. So I don't know. Did they practice today? I didn't I didn't see if they practiced today or not. I don't know if they had a day off, though. We'll have to check that out. But, no, it, I mean, going back to what you're saying about Leighton, though, is he going to be, and, you know, we hate to say it, but Barbie Carpenter was this kind of guy that couldn't get on the field, you know, whether it was, like, just wasn't ready or with Leighton, man, he's just missing too much time already, man. I, I'm not liking that at all right now. So, I mean, it's early, but... That's not how. That's not what you want to see your nineteenth overall pick doing. You know, not getting on the field. I completely agree. I mean, I completely agree, Joe. One hundred percent agree. Now, now, what you're talking about, Rico getting the first team snaps. I wonder. You know. You know, hopefully Lyle will be out there with Cooper. That that'll be that'll be a good look, though. I do like that. No. I think there's potential there, man, and. That could that could be an interesting conversation again. Like if he balls out and makes some catches, you know that Jerry's gonna he's gonna love that. You know, it could could Jerry go rogue and be like, I want him on the team. You know, that that conversation is gonna happen if if Rico balls <laughs> out. If Rico makes a couple plays, this fan base will burn if we cut him. <laughs> yeah, they will. Yeah, there there's already people already getting uproared about the conversation, you know, like I did my 53 and then right now I didn't have him on there and you know, there's a couple people that they they agree and you know obviously nobody's ever going to agree with your projections, right? But there is a there is a good solid fan base for Rico making this team, you know. Yeah. No, I completely agree, so I mean, we'll see, Joe. We will see. I mean, this preseason game will answer a lot of questions now. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, there's still a lot to be taken from it, you know, regardless if Dak and Zeke are out. You know, you, there's a lot of um, confirmation that that's going to come from this game. You're right. Exactly I, right, bro. I agree. I but, agree, Joe. But, man, I think uh, – I think that's a good cutoff there, Foots. I think we cut um, we covered a lot here, and just I mean we could probably go an hour. If we kept going, man. I mean, you know how it is. We get together, we just talk a lot about Cowboys. Even offline, we're talking Cowboys all the time. No, man, I definitely, uh, I definitely love. Um, to me, I definitely love um, love this work, Joe, and love what we've been talking about and. And how we're just gonna continue to build this up. So we're gonna hit it right after. I mean, you won't know much more. You'll you'll hear speculation, but the problem in Cowboy Land is there's a lot of over talking mm-hmm. or really and over analyzing. Or really now we just gotta wait till games are played. I mean, all the spectacular catches at training camp and it, I mean, what does it mean? Now you gotta see it in game so you can chart real plays. And see who's doing what. That's the facts. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
one thing I think that I like about me and you, that's not our MO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is, man. It it is. It's like you know, no sugar coating. You know, we we don't. Uh, I mean, we just say how it is, man. We just say what what we see. You know, you, you gotta trust your eye. You know, trust your eye. That's man. it. That's it. That's completely it. So, you know, I think I think we'll come back. We'll we'll regroup, see what's going on, and then um, hopefully after this game, we'll have some of the answers to this. We will. I mean, it ain't no. Hopefully, we will. Like, we'll, you'll know, you'll know, and we'll talk about it. So, yeah, I'm excited though. And that's a Sunday night football for all you guys out there. Cowboys are playing Sunday night football, so that'll be a that'll be a good game to watch to end the weekend. Um, and then you know, you and I will we'll get back here on Cowboys Huddle and you know talk about you know the events and some of the the aftermath and fallout or whatever comes from that game. So, good conversation, Foots, as usual. And um, appreciate all you guys out there listening on whatever platform, you know, SoundCloud, Android, iTunes, wherever you're listening to us. We really appreciate it. Can't be here without you guys. That's the fact, Joe. So thank you guys. Thank you guys 110%. That's it, guys. For myself and Foots the King from Cowboys Nation TV. That's it, guys. Peace. Peace.